This is Soccer News IV. Soccer News IV. It's in your veins. Brought to you by SoccerOM.com from Bumblebee. The high school to college to the pros before the best coaches go to practice. They go to SoccerOM.com. Hello and welcome. I'm Stephen Parr, the host of Soccer News IV. Here is our top story. Chelsea takes on... MLS, the All-Star Game this year features a match between the best players in Major League Soccer against the best team in the English Premier League. Chelsea boasts German captain Michael Ballack this year, a pickup in the offseason. They also have Czech Republic keeper Peter Czech, Ukrainian striker Andrev Shevchenko, plus English stars Joe Cole, Frank Lampard, and John Terry. They will face some of the top players in the U.S.'s top league, as determined in part by the online voting of MLS fans. But some of the biggest names will not be on the field. Dallas's Carlos Ruiz, L.A.'s Landon Donovan, and Colorado's Pablo Mastrini, plus Real Salt Lake's Eddie Pope, are all out due to injuries. Yes, it is essentially a meaningless game, but it does give the league a chance to earn some respect. It would have been nice to see Landon gain a, a little bit of back after his World Cup appearance, but the game should still be fun to watch. The match will be shown live on ESPN at 6.30 Eastern on Saturday. Speaking of television, MLS and Fox Soccer announced a five-year broadcast agreement, brand new, this week. It includes 13 regular season matches for the rest of this year and three playoff games, plus U.S. men and women national team matches. FSC had been showing MLS matches from 2003 through 2005, but they did not have an agreement for games this year. This new contract is not only good for MLS and FSC, but it's also good for the fans who didn't or couldn't pay for the direct kick package on pay-per-view. More good news for the fans. Red Bull New York announced this week they have finished selling all of their bonds for the new Red Bull Stadium. Basically, this means the future Harrison, New Jersey Stadium is now fully funded, and it clears the way for groundbreaking. Great news, huh? Now, if only Rail Salt Lake would take a few lessons on how to massage local governments. Speaking of Red Bull... John Harks will soon join the team. The former U.S. national team captain for life will be Bruce Arena's newest assistant coach. John and Bruce are well acquainted. Arena coached Harks back at the University of Virginia and at D.C. United in the 1990s. Two big names for the national teams hung up the boots this week. Cindy Parlow says she will retire from the women's national team. Parlow has 158 caps and 75 goals on her resume. Eight times, eight times, Parlow scored a hat trick for the national squad. Only Mia Hamm did that more often. Parlow is still 28 years old and retired. 
Eddie Pope also quit international soccer this week. Pope has 82 caps and played in three World Cups. At his peak, Pope is widely considered to be the best defender the U.S. has yet produced. And while he was a steady influence on the back line, he was never a dirty player. His questionable red card in this year's World Cup match against Italy was the only ejection in his 11-year career for the Yanks. Pope will continue to play for Real Salt Lake. Well, it's time for the game wrap. I'm going to do this a little backwards in terms of chronology because I want to talk about the U.S. Open Cup first, even though those games happened after the MLS matches last weekend. And since it's my podcast, I get to do that. The Kansas City Wizards were scheduled to play at Toyota Park against the Chicago Fire, but Mother Nature had other ideas. The match was rescheduled because of severe storms in and around Chicagoland. They will now meet on August 14th. New England traveled to Rochester to play the Raging Rhinos at Paytech Park. Neither team was able to score in regular time, so the match was decided in penalty kicks 5-4. The Revs now will face whoever wins the Kansas City-Chicago game if and when they can finally play that. Across the country in L.A., the upstart Roma FC tried to keep their Cinderella run going against the Galaxy. However, L.A. had no problem in playing the role of the wicked stepmother. The pros put away the amateurs 2-0. While Roma lost the match, they have won a lot of respect for their run during this year's cup. Not bad for a bunch of amateurs. Real Salt Lake hoped to earn their second-ever Open Cup match victory, but rice Eccles Stadium hasn't exactly been a fortress for Real. The Rapids rolled to a 1-0 win and now will face the Galaxy in the quarterfinals. In the first-ever meeting between the Dynamos, Houston against Carolina, Houston outshot the Carolina Dynamos 19-5 and ended up with a 4-2 win. Dallas had a little tougher meeting with the Charleston Battery. Clarence Goodson was ejected in the 62nd minute, forcing the Hoops to play down a man for almost an hour because this game went into extra time. Kenny Cooper put in a hat trick, and finally the match went to penalties, all tied up three each. Cooper also scored his try from the spot, and Dallas won the penalty 5-3. Now a Texas Tangle is set between Dallas and Houston on August 23rd. D.C. has beaten Columbus three times this season in MLS play, and it looked like Columbus might get some revenge during their Open Cup meeting. That was until Jamil Walker scored the late game winner for D.C. in the 93rd minute. Late heroics were also a trend in the Red Bull New York-Wilmington Hammerheads match. Wilmington's second-half substitute, Ryan Miller, scored a tying goal in the 85th minute. And while that hometown crowd was busy celebrating, Red Bulls' Jordan Sela regained the lead just a minute later. The Bulls move on to the quarterfinals thanks to a 2-1 victory. An MLS action. This was the last week before the All-Star break for teams to try and impress and get some much-needed points. On Wednesday, Chivas USA tied Real Salt Lake in Utah 3-3. Both Ante Razov and Jeff Cunningham posted one goal 
and to assists. Across the Rockies, the Rapids hosted Houston. Nicholas Hernandez scored in the 35th minute, and that was enough to give Colorado the 1-0 victory. On Saturday, Dallas dominated the Rapids 4-1. Ramon Nunez hit two goals for the Hoops. And by the way, Dallas won the game without either Ronnie O'Brien or Carlos Ruiz. Both are out with injuries. Chicago and Columbus tied 0-0 in Bridgeview. Kansas City and the Revs also ended up knotted up. Josh Wolf scored for the Wizards in the 12th minute, but Steve Ralston hit the equalizer five minutes into stoppage time in the second half. Houston and Red Bull New York also tied 1-0. Red Bull leads the league with nine ties so far this season. Houston has kissed their sister eight times. And for the biggest surprise of the week, we head back to Salt Lake City. Not only was Real Salt Lake able to win a game, but they beat D.C. United, the team with the best record in MLS. And to top it all off, they were trailing, heading into the 90th minute. That's when Medi Bellucci was taken down in the box by defender John Wilson. And Jeff Cunningham put away a penalty kick. Fast forward four minutes, and Wilson commits his second penalty in the box in injury time by taking down Chris Klein. Cunningham takes the kick. Real gets the win. It was D.C.'s first loss since May. Despite the loss, D.C. remains well in the lead in the East heading into the All-Star break. 13 wins, 2 losses, and 6 ties as D.C. well on the way to breaking several MLS records. In the West, Dallas has extended their lead to 7 points ahead of Houston. The Hoops have 12 wins so far this season. Ante Razov has certainly found his form again in 2006 under head coach Bob Bradley. Razov has 12 goals so far and leads the race for the Golden Boot. Cunningham's two injury time penalty kicks put his season's tally at 11. Now time for the schedule. Well, there's not much this weekend because of that little match, the All-Star game on ESPN. The only other MLS game, on Sunday, the Revs head to the Home Depot Center to meet Chivas USA. The game is available on DirectKick and HDNet starting at 7 Eastern. Well, that's it for this week. I need to give a big shout-out to the folks at SoccerRom.com for all of their support. For Soccer News IV, I'm Stephen Parr. Remember... Soccer News IV, it's in your veins.